We would like to advise that the following program may contain adult themes, occasional nudity, and language that may offend some listeners. Thank God it's... And welcome to Studio 222 at the ABC in Ultimo for another edition of Thank God It's Friday. I'm Richard Glover and please welcome this week's gang. It's Beck, Melrose and Tommy Dean with me in Sydney. Welcome. Sydney. Across the glass, it is the brilliant Harry Manx with his guitar in hand. And down in Wagga Wagga, it is Dane Simpson. Dane, hello. I, I'm, it's a lonely uh, wound mm. for me. So um, are you saying you're lonely, Dane? Are you still married? <laughs> I am still married. Okay, just checking. Only, be, I, only because he's flooded in and she can't leave. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's exactly. Yeah, that's, that's why the she's got, she's got no other option. Oh. Um, hey, you, you you are you are quite flooded there, aren't you? Yeah, we are. We're, we're surrounded by water, but we aren't quite flooded. Like there is some some areas of Wagga Wagga that is flooded, um, but the main area where I live should I say, isn't. Okay, um, so there's no barrier between, say, really important things like Dane getting to karaoke, something like no, that. The, the <laughs> real, real, real life-threatening I'm, stuff. The only barrier is my wife, realistically, <laughs> that's, uh, that's trying it to sound, stop it me. It sounds like you've created a microcosm of Sydney. Oh, no, wait, no, that's, of Australia. Surrounded <laughs> by water with a little bit of livable space in the middle. Yeah. So We're nice. girt by sea here in Wagga Wagga. <laughs> by River. And now let's check you up with this week's news. Who is making a move to tax the cows? Who's making a move to tax cows? I thought it might have been the cash cow. Yeah. Well, well. For so long, they, she's been giving out cash, yeah. right? The cost of living's hit her pretty hard. She's this is on Channel collecting. 7 Sunrise, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You've got to, imagine, like, it's hard enough to take care of one kid. Uh, you know, imagine having kids with four stomachs. Because this could be this could be answer to Jim Chalmers' problems. He's short of cash. Get it from the cash cow. Right? Yeah, yeah. it's in the name. Yeah. This is uh, Dane. Do you know this story? It's about. It's all about burping. Really. That's why I came to you. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> well, they're doing the. Um, oh, it's an international thing where they're they're making people. I, I I'm getting false reports. So I I feel like they're making people pay for. Um, cows that are burping and farting and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. But I, I think it's more about, like, we're making a pledge that we will stop cows from farting and burping or we will pay taxes for it yeah, or yeah. something like well, that. Well, I, look, I didn't, uh, I didn't listen to what the government said. Obviously, I only listened to the opposition. They said the government <laughs> is trying to ruin the barbecue. Oh. I mean, oh. Having, having had a go at the weekend, they're now moving on. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't understand it. What I'm worried about is, that, I mean, it feels like a, some, you know, like a classic carbon offset plan. You know, somebody's going to have to pay for the fact that these cows and their methane problems. But what I'm worried about is that they will work out some sort of technology to actually meter the methane from the cow. Yeah. And then women are going to realize they could do that to us men. <laughs> yeah, look out. <laughs> and I do not want to be hooked up to a methane counter. Once they develop a methane meter, <laughs> they'll get to yeah. use it on you. Sorry. And also, like being being like newly married, uh, I feel like we have a competition. Who does methane the most? Uh, and we blame each other. Who's winning so far? Um, I I feel like I'm I'm massively losing this game. 
um, particularly in the mornings. Um, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. But, yeah, if we had an actual detector. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, we would find out that it, uh, I, am, I am quite literally <sighs> you're, very, you're gonna, very You're going to think I made up this story, but this is literally true. Uh, we had a friend in, in advertising about 20 years ago, and she wanted to make an ad for SPC. Uh, the baked oh, beans, yeah, yeah. and yep. there was a we we at the time we lived in this house which had a very broad balcony, and that's exactly what they wanted. So she gave us a small amount of money. I think it was four hundred dollars to have the house for two days whilst they shot. Mm. And the idea was Jack and the Beanstalk, and the idea was they covered the whole front of the house in cans of baked beans. And when the production company left, they said, "Oh, look, we've packed up most of them, but do you mind if we leave a?" Oh no, that's fine. I thought I thought they'd leave. You know, maybe. 20 cans. They, they, leave, they left 24 boxes oh my of, God. of baked oh. beans. And at the time, I, I and my friend Phil were building this mud brick house up in the Southern Highlands. We were just taking off about three weeks' work to go and build the mud bricks. And so I just thought, free food. Perfect. Yeah. We're out there in the air. You know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. So we, I took up 24 boxes of baked yeah. beans and we consumed most of them in a period of two weeks. And wow. then those, those walls went up by themselves. You didn't need the, you didn't need <laughs> yeah. the ladders. I can hear the glaciers melting from here. <laughs> it, was, it was just a great. Just straight up the ladder, you know. Yeah. You didn't need any, oh, any foot wow. energy. It was like having a jet pack. If they introduce that fart tax, you're going to be a millionaire. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe it. You know, it sound, with that expiry date, 24 boxes, yeah, yeah. it's starting to sound like, you. I don't know if you've seen the movie Brewster's Millions. Um, where Richard Pryor film, and he he's given it's a poor guy who's given multi millions of dollars and has to spend it within thirty days. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like with the expiry date of these twenty four boxes of baked beans, you need to eat them. You thought I, the, I could have yeah. eat, I could have eked it out a bit more. Maybe. Got, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I don't have to eat them all straight away. But I I thought I would. Is this are they ruining the barbecue though? Well, not That's sure the accusation, Because right? the way that, and this, this is going to get me in trouble, I realize, but the way that a lot of men handle themselves around the barbecue, uh, they are already, they're, they're, there's so much carbon being produced <laughs> around the barbecue. Yeah. I don't mean just by the men themselves. I'm talking about their terrible cooking techniques yeah. and the carbonization of the actual beef itself. Yeah. Um, so the cows are the innocent party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're the victims here. <laughs> There's always a lot of hot air at a barbecue, even from opinions of <laughs> yeah, the right. family barbecues. <laughs> the cows are the least of it. Uh, who has done a U-turn at high speed right in front of the cameras? What's this about? This is, this is, this is where I live. Oh, this makes me angry. Uh, we were talking about the state government, of course, and uh, they took down the signs. There used to be signs that warned you if you were approaching an intersection that had a red light camera. Or a speed camera. Or a speed camera. Yeah. Yeah. And now they took those signs down. Two years ago. And the revenue went through the roof. Up by ten Ooh. times. That's yeah. the roof. <laughs> wow. In case anyone wants to know what my math is, the roof is eight times higher than the base rate. Yeah, that This out. was through the roof. <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then so they said, but then and everybody, of course, complained and said, you're clearly using these as revenue raisers. And the government went, no, no. We're genuinely trying we to stop people slowing down. To stop people from driving through yellowish lights. And the way that we want to do that is by sending them a note two to four weeks after the offense <laughs> <laughs> with a financial penalty attached. Because that'll learn them. <laughs> They're, they're putting them back now. They're putting it back because I think there's been enough 
revenue raised. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I, think- I sometimes think the government's a bit like an RSL club. Like they get so much money. You know, you, you know we're going to spend the money from the, the red light camera fees on? Mm-hmm. Signs. <laughs> we gotta get some we gotta get this cash flow down yeah yeah it's too much but, but of course people people who are fans of the signs uh the, the, the signs being removed say well you know if you if you obeyed the law tommy you wouldn't be paying the fine look you know those are the very people that i wish we could find in some other fashion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because it's not right. about the fines. Those same people are making the argument for the fine. The fine is not the detriment. The sign reminding you, oh, wait. You know what I actually like? Some people don't like these. I like the the little solar sad faces oh, yeah, yeah. that are everywhere. You know, the speed limit's 50. And so you're going, you know. 60. 60. And then a little sad face comes like up. You know, you're going 61, sad face. And you're like, oh, yeah. I just, yeah. You know, because you forget. Sometimes it's easy to, because I also, because Sydney is terrible about having, Eight speed zones within a two-kilometer range. Mm-hmm. It's 60. It's 80. It's 50. 40 for a school yeah. zone. 90. Yeah. Back to 10. It's yeah. called the Blue Mountains, right? Blue Mountains. <laughs> and uh, and Merrickville's doing it now. People, Lots of the towns are bringing in those 40-kilometer pedestrian zones. For the next 500 meters, <laughs> pedestrians <laughs> tend to walk out in the middle of traffic. <laughs> so we're going to make this a 40 zone. Dana, you a fan of the return of the signs, the warning signs? I'm a massive fan of returning Return of the Signs. Um, isn't that a Star Wars movie? And the, <laughs> it's the third one in the best. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, like, and I agree with Tommy. Like the sad face, the emoji, it takes away. Like I, I love driving past that, and it, it brings up my score or how fast <laughs> I'm going. But if it if it gives a sad face, it means I I failed the game. Yeah, you know, mm. and that's that's maybe it is. Just appealing to my uh, my age bracket. Okay, but wouldn't you have an even sadder face. face if you opened an envelope and there was a hundred and sixty buck fine in there? That'd be <laughs> a sad face. You know what's also a sad face is when I uh, when we're driving past that sign and I'm like, I'm doing the speed limit. I'm doing the speed limit, and my wife is saying, "No, you're actually speeding." And then there's a sad face on the sign, and then there's also a sad face yeah, on my yeah, wife. Yeah. Uh, or angry face, should mm-hmm. I say? Because um, she, she has. A, right. We're learning a lot. She has. She, this woman puts up with a lot, right? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You know, I will um, say this: if you are in the sign business, uh, and I don't know if this is all of them, but the ones near my house are exactly calibrated, so it's a fifty-kilometer zone. And if I'm doing fifty, the sign will say fifty, and then give me a sad face, and that makes <gasps> me mad. Oh, yeah. and I give it a mad face. I am doing exactly, <laughs> exactly what I'm you, supposed to be doing. You've won the game. That's why it's sad. Beck, Beck it's, do you think the sign should be warned? Because see, people say, "Oh, you shouldn't be warned because then you, you well, you shouldn't be speeding in the first place." I mean, I kind of get that. I, I I like the signs, and what I like even more than the signs are the signs that you see sometimes about the signs that warn you about the signs. Have you seen the ones that say caution? <laughs> this sign has sharp edges. <laughs> They're my favourites. <laughs> I, I need that kind. I need to be coaxed through life yeah. like that. I like or, those or this signs. packet of peanuts. Mm. May contain peanuts. Right? May contain peanuts. <laughs> I mean, but it also with no signs, I did like the sense of community. I don't know. I don't see it as much here as you see it in America. But if ever say a policeman. Uh, was sitting around the corner, you know, with a little speed trap style, yeah, yeah. waiting you out. Uh, anybody that drove past and saw a speed trap sitting, as soon as they passed the policeman, any oncoming traffic, a little flick of the lights. Yeah, yeah. A little flick of the lights. That's light. against the law, though. You know. Is it really? It's against the law. Oh, good yeah. luck to be a good, me with that. To you know be a why? good they citizen. They catch me flicking my lights? Because they're parked <laughs> in a speed trap. One or the other, Mr. <laughs> policeman. One or the other. <laughs> I... I uh I got caught for this. I got caught for flashing my lights <gasps> from a uh, from a, a motorbike. 
policeman who was parked a little down the road from the speed camera. Wow. So there was a, there was a double, uh, and it was almost like a Jurassic Park clever girl sort of thing. <laughs> you know, got me got me on the side, and I, I, yeah. And he he said, "Why did you flash your lights?" And I said, "I sneezed." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Basically, a criminal accomplice, Dane. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, that's annoying. Did you get fined? Yeah, yeah, he gave me a fine. Um, But yeah, I I sort of, I I just, it was one of those ones where I'm like, I reckon I'll fight this one only because I was doing the right thing, Um, according to me. According to you. Breaking the law, but. uh, You're just trying to help a fellow Australian. Yeah, I was helping out mates. uh, (laughs) You should start a GoFundMe. I'd I'd contribute (laughs) to a GoFundMe for that fine. That's unfair. My favourite favourite thing in Australia is the fact that you can get fined for leaving your car unlocked because you're encouraging a crime, which is leaving your car unlocked. My cousin was, uh, we grew up, my, you know, my grandparents were a small rural town, and my cousin was the sheriff, and he would quite often sit in the speed trap zone, uh, at, always at the same time in the morning, yeah. uh, and so, which was on the route that my mother would take to drop us off to school, and so our way of, you know, she would go through the speed trap, and we would all just wave, hi, Kevin! <laughs> <laughs> just weird to greet the speed trap. Hey! <laughs> I, uh, I, got, I got a fine in a place just out of Canberra called Bookham. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I, I find that so funny. But I, I told my mum, and my mum's like, yeah, well, you should have known. And yeah. I'm like, they, they didn't name the place after, like, in the future, uh, uh, they will book you. Well, what, what was the cop called? Dano, was he? <laughs> Fino, I think his name was. Fran Fine. <laughs> Thank God it's Friday. Beck Melrose, Tommy Dean, Dane Simpson. In a moment, Harry, the great Harry Manx will be playing for us live. Uh, last question from this week's news, though. Who has the hop on the Japanese? I think I saw this. I believe we have a new mascot. We haven't had new Aussie mascots for a while since sort of Sid, Millie and Ollie in the mm. early 2000s. Oh, I, yeah. I think Paul I Hogan before that. Yes, yes, of <laughs> course. Classic mascot. <laughs> what a, what a bingle did we have? We had a bingle. Yeah, yeah. that counts, that what? counts. But I, I think I remember seeing Millie and Ollie canoodling at the Olympics, and I think that's how this has happened. I think they, <laughs> they were keeping a little saucy secret from us, uh, and now we've got a new a new little uh, mascot. They don't I have think. that pouch for nothing. No, no, that's it. Those marsupials, they're pretty mysterious. Uh, yeah, so I, I think I remember seeing Patria Thomas going for gold and Millie and Ollie going for gold in another yeah, way. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And so you get yeah. – uh, it's Ruby, right? Ruby the kangaroo. Ruby Roo, I think. Yeah. yeah. But it's, not, it's not an actual kangaroo. It's a, What's weird about it? I think, is it's kind of like presented as a toy, right? like a soft toy, right? Well, oh, I thought wow. it was computer generated, which is weird because I think if you're encouraging people to come to Australia, they better hurry because in a couple of years, all our natural artifacts are going to be computer generated as well. <laughs> They're going to be gone. Not real. But what, what, what did you think? Because of the, uh, uh, Dane, the, the, the little toy koala with, it's kind of squat and mm. sort of strange, uh, strange yeah. looking and standing in front of Uluru, right? Yeah, that's crazy. What a what a what a weird sort of world we're moving into. Keep keep these people. I I know that there was a controversialness with um with Lara Bingo. How the bloody where the bloody hell are you? Was it and, and um Paul Hogan? I throw a shrimp on the Barbie. Get get a comedian, um possibly an Aboriginal comedian from Wagga Wagga. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Dane. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, it could be anyone. And, like, I, I, I'll i throw whatever slogan you need out there. What, what are you didgeri-doing? You know, like... Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Now, if they didn't use you, uh, would they present you as yourself or as a soft toy version of yourself, Dane? Uh, uh, well, I am technically a soft toy version of myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> So either way, yeah. uh, they're, they're getting the real deal. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see me as a toy, to tell you the truth. Um, maybe uh, maybe a life-size version. I, mm. I am away from home a lot, so it would, it would probably uh, cure that my wife is fine. She's at home with, with soft me. Mm. Well, you're, you're already her toy boy, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be hard for me because they wouldn't be able to call it an action figure. It'd have to be an inaction figure. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, what do you think? You know, so some people say it's a bit, oh, you know, it's a bit obvious having the kangaroo, but then again, it's if you ask a Japanese person what their image of Australia, yeah. they'll say kangaroo. It's, it's everybody's image of Australia. I don't think you know that, but... Very limited version Very limited. of us. There's, in a, yeah. there's not much else to go with. So there's Paul Hogan and a oh, kangaroo. That's, that's that, two. That's right? mostly what they think of. You know, a guy with a. It's mostly the knife. I think the knife stuck from the movie more than the shrimp on the Barbie. Because uh, we didn't yep. call it a Barbie. So it didn't. We you know you kind of. It was weird how we switched the words. Hey, North Americans, you should throw a shrimp on the Barbie, mate. And we went shrimp. We know what those are. Barbie. Why are we throwing <laughs> prawns onto tiny dolls? <laughs> So like he mixed and matched his language. If he just said, you know, throw another prawn on the Barbie, mate, we'd be, oh, we have to work that out. What's a prawn? What's a Barbie? Oh, it's a shrimp on the grill. Throw a shrimp on the grill. Now I know what that guy's on about. Oh, my God, his knife is huge. <laughs> so mostly what we think about is, uh, yeah, you got uh, huge knives. Yeah. And so weird. maybe that should be, the, maybe it should be a huge knife. Yeah, and should be saying wielding... that Japanese, where the bloody hell are you with a huge knife? Oh, and I mean, it could yeah. be the kind of tourism equivalent of Dane flashing his lights. <laughs> so, are you saying that we should have Tim Shaw to, uh, to be outside? <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> Five more knives coming up. Thank God it's Friday with Richard Glover. Beck Melrose and Tommy Dean are with me in the Sydney studio. In the Wagga studio is Dane Simpson. Now, the HSC started this week. At what are the facts from your schooling you remember sufficiently well to get at least a few marks if you had to sit the exams again today? Beck, you've only been out of school for minutes. Surely you remember most of your schooling. Thank you. I'll take that. Um, I, I, of course, yes, it's all stayed with me, as unimportant as so many of the lessons were. I, I reckon if I had to sit a test today, I can still say qu'est-ce que tu veux boire in French, which oh. means... Which means what would you I, like to drink? So the dog ate my homework. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I guess our teachers gathered. If we we're ever going to go to Europe, it would probably on a, be on a Kentucky tour. So that's uh, all we. And I remember, I remember a whole rap in Indonesian as well. So if I needed to sit the test, oh. I could, I could do my whole. In- go on. Yeah. All right. Or if I must, Bahasa Indonesia is the language that we do. I can ask you what your name is. Siapa namamu? Or how are you going? Apa kabar? I'm okay, bike, bike, Saja. Hey! That's one, two, three. Greetings in the morning. Salamat pagi. Oh, Bahasa Indonesia, that's our bag. How give her that? a pass and give her a 99.9 in the HSC. Ducks of the school. Dane, can you remember anything from your... What can, what can you remember from your education sufficiently well to be uh, able to get a few marks if you had to sit the test this arvo? I, I could remember uh, what cigarettes the principal smoked. Um, <laughs> That's easy. They, they were always Winnie Blues, weren't they? Uh, so whatever I was selling, to tell you the truth. Um, <laughs> now, I, I, I got Pythagoras' theorem locked away in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that could get me through a test. 
Um, other than that, though, like I, I think what got me through school was more charisma. Um, <laughs> uh, that's that's the life lessons that I. Learned. I've got my school reunion on tomorrow night, uh, actually, and uh, yeah, twenty twenty years. Well, it's not. It's more than twenty years. It was meant to be twenty years back in twenty twenty. Yeah, but um, then it got uh, coveted, did it? It got coveted. So, and then now, yeah. So two years later, and uh, the the floods are on here. Uh, I, f- I can't help it but feel Captain Planet is trying to keep us kids away. Yeah. But what a glorious other. evening it's going to be uh, there in, in Wagga with, with uh, Dane and his fellow mates swapping Pythagoras' theory with <laughs> each other. The only thing they can remember. The yeah, ducks of just, charisma. Just uh, no one ever thought that the old Mount Austin High crew would be talking about the hypotenuse uh, <laughs> of a triangle. It um, is the hottest part. They're, they're very <laughs> useful. If you're, trying to, if you're trying to square a house, if you're trying to, talking about building a mud brick house, I remember there was a point where we were trying to put foundations, concrete foundations in and we had to use Pythagoras' theory to make sure it was all at right angles. And oh, so oh. it did become useful. Once. It, it, th- that's the thing. It's it's a one-off thing. And then you go, oh, yeah. But I, I feel like it. Uh, w- with my high school in particular, it was just about, can you sit there quietly, please? Mm. Like, I'll, I'll chat on the on, and draw on the board, but if you can sit there and, and <laughs> be quiet the longest, I'll give you marks. I'll give you, I'll give you an act. Just for shutting up. Yes, for shutting up. Uh, dress appropriately, um, and like, as in, like in the school uniform. We, we lightly had a school uniform, um, and if you were if you were close, then what yeah. was the school uniform? Um, I think in the younger, so it was just grey, um, and then when you got into year eleven and twelve, I think you wore a white polo and your grey pants. Um, but if you wore like a, a Nike T-shirt that was white, people would just go, okay. That's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just be close to the, <laughs> an approximation. Uh, the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> an approximation. That's very yeah. An approximation. An approximation, <laughs> an approximation to paying attention in class as well. Mm. Both I'd, I'd love to see the army sort of take that on. We want you know you can wear camo like cam as long as it's camouflage. We don't care if it's some kind of sports brand uh, <laughs> and you look cool. We just want you to wear cam- yeah. The I- Australian Army dressed by Nike. <laughs> Yeah, that's I, it. I don't, I don't Adopt like it. Uh, t- Tommy, do you, do you remember sense. anything? I remember. Oh, I remember. I remember that Pluto used to be a planet. Yeah. <laughs> it was very important. Yeah. That's a troll. You put a lot of yeah. effort into learning things, which then yeah. later in life they say not true. Not yeah, true. why bother? And they, they didn't even yeah. say that we should be not even sure. Like they could have at the time said, you know, okay, we want you to put down Pluto as one of the planets, but also in the future, maybe look into that. <laughs> like there wasn't even any doubt. No. It was just the way they it said, was. They said lock this away forever. Yeah, it's the way it yeah. is. And like I, I, I built a you know a model of the uni- of the solar system and then got missed out on a mark because Pol- uh, Pluto didn't get in. Mm-hmm. And I argued scale. Yeah, just didn't fit. <laughs> so you should. You were robbed. Robbed. Yeah. So Mark's missing. I should have. I should have graduated with. I should have been the ducks. If we had ducks, my school <laughs> the, only, didn't have ducks. They had, the only ducks they had were on the lake, right? <laughs> and geese, we had a lot of geese. Uh, remember, we didn't have school uniforms, but because uh, I think Dane was the goose of his school. Yes, one hundred percent. Because that, we live, you had to be real careful. Because we, you know, the no, when you, I adore school uniform policy uh, for the sake of children. Uh, because when you open up high school to no school uniform, you instantly create clicked uniforms, yep. which are policed mm-hmm. at a way harsher level. 
and a more expensive to buy. More, more yeah. expensive, and if you get it wrong, your entire peer group will kick you to the curb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gone. And oh, the next yeah. thing you know, you're hanging out with the smokers behind the wall because they're the only ones that will accept you. Asking the principal <laughs> for a borrow of his Winfield race. Yes. <laughs> but my, math makes, I, I, you know, I kind of, I realized that I don't know if it's just my getting older or the way the Australian system has changed and or is different to the American system. But from like grade five, homework my children brought home boggled me. Hmm. And my, well, I remember a specific moment when I was trying to explain some long division to my children and my wife came in and went, that's not how we do it. And you should never talk to them about this again. <laughs> you're wrong. I want them to do well. Yeah. And you'd have no idea. Now, I can, and, you know, your answer's right, but my system is not the system that is used anymore. Yeah, you got to have the working right. Yeah, you got to get the work yeah. right. So the way that I go about long division is not the way they go about long division. And so at that point, I, mean, I don't understand yeah. anymore. It's a Tom Lehrer song, right? New math, so yeah. easy, only a child can, can do it. Hey, talking about smoking, uh, you want to hear the most pathetic story you've ever heard about uh, knowing the teachers were smoking or the principals were smoking? Uh, there was a science teacher when I was at school who, who used to sneer at me because he thought he, I was a feat and into theatre and a bit of a you know, weird guy, a uh, weird kid. Uh, and so I was down at the shops smoking my head off and I saw him and he was smoking. And I thought, and I was in school uniform, but I was smoking my way out and I thought, if he could only see me smoking, he'd understand that I'm quite masculine and not a seat after all and would pay me a bit more respect. So I came out from my hiding hole behind the bus shelter and, you know, showed him me smoking. And do you know what happened? You became the most popular kid in school. Yeah. I got canes. Yeah. Yeah. And he took my cigarettes and he smoked them in front of me to show him how to actually smoke. Yeah. But did, did it give you a bit of street cred with the other kids? No. Not. <laughs> I just oh, got wow. caned. Yeah. That's, that's so... And I feel bad. Deeply heard, disappointing. You've told similar, not similar, but I mean, you know... I, 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 Pathetic story. No, 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 I'm sad no. for your <laughs> upbringing that you had a time in school, because I, I was the same, in a sense, in school. In, you know, we were all the theatre kids, mm-hmm. but we were a brand new high school, and at that time, all of our athletic teams were terrible, and, you know, we had... Oh, so the theatre kids we were... We had competitive oh. forensics... And so our we were the first team uh, in our high school yeah. to win state trophies. So I was part of the greatest championship of theater competition. Oh, wow. I would have so loved that. So we walked yeah. the campus with our held, our tragedy and comedy huh. masks held proudly to You'd our chest. You'd have to smoke a lot of Winnie Blues to overcome that, <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> we were allowed to smoke in class. <laughs> it's for my character, I would yeah. say. It's my motivation. Ah. <laughs> uh. I now feel even sadder. <laughs> hey, are we ready for the Wheel of Death? Hell yeah! The Wheel yeah. of Death. Here's the wonderful topics that have been sent in today. Uh, the, today's topics are perspiration. Perspiration? Perspiration. is a very upmarket sort of radio station you're on here. Uh, and, uh, if you're on Triple M, they'd say sweat. Sweaty! But not here. No, perspiration. No, no. Beads. Uh, Denture. Modern art. Tuxedo. Fractions. Grasses. Drums. Chimney. Wheelbarrow. A dog's life. Hand-me-downs. Flamingo. Meditation and discount, which fills you full of fear. Tommy Dean. I have to say flamingo, because if we roll that one, I would feel obligated to do the entire thing standing on one leg. <laughs> round and round and around it goes. Where it stops, no one knows. Today's Wheel of Death topic for Mr Thomas Dean is discount. Oh. Discount. The flamingo has had a discount on its working legs. That's really good. <laughs> mm. Discount. Only needs one. I don't know why. I've been doing this for years, and it's always this moment right here that's the hardest. What's the approach? Hmm. 
I'd have to like jump through the, the pun rounds. Well, discount right here <laughs> is the count of. <laughs> Ma- okay, what's the famous count? The count of Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo. The count uh-huh. of Monte Carlo. Discount. Discount. The count of Monte Carlo. He's the one with all the cookies. Biscuits. Discount. 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 Discount is the best count. Discount has the best biscuits. <laughs> so good. It's a, I think uh, it's a, it, you know it's interesting. Here's what I think. It is almost a pun, but I think it's exactly what the word is trying to tell us: is that the count or the value of the item discount has changed. Mm-hmm. But you, you know, we all tend to like approach various goods at a at a base rate. We're all generally aware of what something should cost, and then when they start offering discounts, that's when it starts playing with the philosophy, and that's where they get us. So we all want something for less. Mm. That's why the internet now owns all of our details. We were willing to trade a hundred percent of our personal privacy for pictures of cats <laughs> and free games, and that was a perfectly good bargain. And so now everything ha- nobody will buy anything at a regular price. Mm. Go into any 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 Colesworth at the moment. And they're 50% of the store will have a yellow tag or a pink tag. Everything is marked at some point. Yeah. And they'll trick you. They're like trying to make out that, you know, oh, only $3. Normally three oh five. It's very common that they're discounting Sneaky. things by pennies yeah. just so they can say they discounted it. And they would have spent way more than that just on the tags and the labor to put the tags up. Yeah, but if you go to Colesworth, you get four cents off your petrol providing you drive as, as little as 20 kilometers to get That's it. That's true. And then, but you can't help but notice that the Colesworth tank, I mean, the, the petrol stations always seem to be about four cents more expensive <laughs> than the budget brands. It, it just seems weird, yeah. doesn't it? But you've enjoyed your 0.1 of a cent off your baked beans. <laughs> 0.1. And, oh, but if I get two loaves of day-old bread, that'll give me another four cents off, and then I could just chuck the bread out. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, 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 I think it's a false economy Is what I'm getting at uh, I'm trying uh, And here's the, here's the worst part It's now that I work in a You know, we have access to wholesale items And once you start having access to various wholesale items You start realizing the lie that is retail Yeah The markup is insane Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like literally insane like, So it's a toilet paper, for instance If you buy it commercially, it costs nothing Nothing yeah. They give it. They give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, give it to you. Like we buy tissues, like facial tissues, boxes of one hundred. They're eight cents. Oh, but they're the scratchy ones, aren't they? The best kind. <laughs> if you don't get a bit of grip, how are you getting it out? <laughs> some people complain. Like I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't want to like luxuriate in them. But if you want to get, you know, get some proper grab and get rid of what you're getting rid of, then that's the paper you want. Yeah. And you don't feel bad about winding it over and over and over again. But the point is, it's nothing. Copy paper. If you want to just, you know, we're trying really hard to make offices move to a no copy paper situation. But it's really hard when copy paper costs, like, nothing. Like a ream will cost you normally five, six, seven dollars. Like at the warehouse level, it's like a dollar for a ream. So who cares? Like when we run out of tissues, you know what we use? Copy paper. <laughs> wow, once you buy wholesale, it's like flying first class. You yeah, never you go, go back, back to a comedy. Like a box of pens costs less than a pen. Wow. <laughs> like whenever you buy a pen, the next every pen after that is profit. 
<laughs> to the guy that's selling pens. Like if I if I if I was really better at my job, I would have a pen pop up store just outside the perimeter of our business, <laughs> and I would have discount pens, yeah. discount tissues, discount toilet paper. You know it's hard. Though. It's hard. I've noticed. We, I did a couple times. Um, just try to get into this. Nobody, and I found this weird. Nobody wants an industrial size wheel of toilet paper for their home. <laughs> <laughs> like one of the great arguments in the home is that nobody will replace the toilet paper. This giant wheel <laughs> basically does away with one of the main family <laughs> pressures. Yeah. And I'm like, they're like, are you crazy? Where would I put it? In the bathroom. Near the toilet. Yeah. That's where you would, of course, put it. It's the only place that makes sense. And it would you last know, for months. Dane. My mum my has been, uh, is the, the absolute discount queen, and has been ever since I was a little kid, and would buy, like, uh, tissue boxes that were broken and then put a doily over it, but would, would go, no, 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 this one's damaged. We get this cheaper. Um, and it's been like this all of my life to a point where I came home from my very first Melbourne International Comedy Festival and the Wagga newspaper wanted to do a story on me and say, hey, what, what inspires your comedy? And I rang my mom and she's like, this is incredible because uh, I, I wanted to put something in the paper the other day, but it was going to cost me $60, um, but I don't have to now. Can you tell them that your comedy is inspired by my garage sale on Saturday. <laughs> Just work it in. <laughs> Saturday at 29 Smith Street, <laughs> starting at 8.30. Yeah, and, and even when I got on television for the first time, I was doing ABC, uh, and I rang my mum, and I was a bit worried because I did, I did tell that story, and she's gone, did you do jokes about me? And I was like, yeah, I did. I'm sorry, mum. And she's like, when's that going to be on the television? Because what I'll do is I'll put up a sign and I'll have a garage sale that weekend and it'll say, as seen on TV. I reckon people will be attracted to that. That's very smart. They don't teach that at school, do they? They don't teach you. There's a woman who knows. Who knows? The the value of a... Discount. Does he die or does he live? He lives. He lives. Thank God it's Friday. Uh, we have uh, Beck Melrose, Tommy Dean and Dane Simpson with us. Now, the Premier is causing himself some political pain this week by trying to replace one tax with another, in his case, land tax, replacing stamp duty. What taxes would you do away with and what are the new taxes you'd instead put in place? Dane Simpson. Ooh, uh, taxes I'd get away with. I, I, you know, there's, there's that, that second job tax and they, they tax you heavily for it. Mm. And I, 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 what doesn't really make sense is when the, your second job is going to be uh, like a trivia guy and, and no one's getting paid enough money to cop that 40%. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think everybody's second job is running a trivia quiz in the Wagga pub, Dane. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, it's, but, not, but, it's not a universal. But, but the idea of, of getting taxed 40%, like, you know, you want a couple of extra dollars and, and you, you can't charge $600 to, to do trivia at a pub, you know? So I just, I feel like it's, it's, it's very high, yeah, um, yeah. that 40 for the second job. And, um, and Alco Pop tax, that, that came in when I was a kid. <laughs> I remember when beers were a couple of bucks, you know, and I, I loved that. Um, I, and I didn't get to really... Okay, but really if you're going to remove the tax it. on it, the Alco Pops, you've got to put the... This is the whole principle of my question. You've got to replace it with some other tax. Well, I, 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 okay, so the... Who the, are you going to tax, tax instead? You know, and this is this is heavily controversial. 
Um, I think we should tax pet owners, right? But here's – and stay with me. You don't have to clean up their poop, <laughs> right? So yeah. that's a council job from now on. Wow. So we tax people who have pets. So if you have a dog, if you have a cat, we tax you. Poop but, tax. But the, it's poop tax. Does, it's, it, does the size of the tax depend on the size of the dog? <laughs> Yeah, and maybe that's where the cow tax is coming in. Maybe, yeah. maybe I, they're just paying to people. I think those Great Danes, they should be paying more than the- that's, <laughs> Thank you for calling me great, but I feel as though I should be paying more. <laughs> hey, I don't ben, know, though, the big dogs are much easier to clean up after, so maybe we tax them less. It's okay, those little yeah. dogs and their tiny hideahoys yeah, that yeah. get stuck in the shoes. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't accidentally walk into a mountain yeah. of poop. We, we're we going to need a very serious public policy debate involving various things. Tanks to work this out. Beck Mel- Mel- Melrose, what what tax are you getting rid of, or what are you going to replace them with? Well, look, I think I'd get rid of the most popular unpopular tax, the GST, and tax is supposed to promote pro-social behaviour, right? Yes, so yeah. you've got to try and punish something that people don't like. So I think I'd replace the GST with the CST, the the chewing sounds tax. Oh, people ooh, don't like that, do big they? Big enthusiasts. Yeah, yeah, I think you've onto something. Yeah. yeah. If you're okay. chewing yeah. over a certain number of decibels, that's fine. Oh. It's a free country, but you're going to have to pay for it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> what about if you're eating soup and making slurping noises? Oh, absolutely. No. I mean, go for it, for sure. But there's going to be a tax. Bagel well, crisps loophole, at the cinema. Isn't it? Isn't that Are you talking about the slurp plus? The surplus. Oh, oh, oh. He's on fire. Jim Chalmers is very worried about the surplus. Yeah, they're listening in. They're getting ideas here. This what is about the, the What about the sort of jaw clicking sound when you eat? Oh, I don't mind that. That's fine. That can go. That's a loophole. <laughs> Tell me, what are you going to tax? And what, what taxes are you going to get rid of? See, I think, this is a, I think this is a trick question when you put this kind of stuff out here. You're mm-hmm. just trying to really just talk us into accepting these taxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not falling for this. <laughs> you don't want anything. I don't want any of them. I, don't, yeah. I, think, I, think, I think we go straight to the top. I yeah. think, you know, with this constant idea that, you know, we promise the rich people that they get to keep all the money. Yeah. I think we just have to tax the politicians. We need a poly tax, and that's what they make up. Every time they don't take money from the people that they should have taken money from, we take some money from them. Oh, okay. A tax so, tax? So the ta- a tax tax, the tax on the tax, tax people. <laughs> yeah. tax people tax. So the first tax is, the first model is the Atlassian boys pay for everything. Yeah. And if that doesn't work, then the pollies who've failed to make the Atlassian boys pay for everything, they pay the yeah. tax. Uh, but every time, it's just like, you know, you can't be like, oh, you know what the problem with Australia is? They just don't give enough. And you're like, well, you know, 18% of you guys have like 30 houses. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just have a little look through the lawmakers' books. They have a little lawmaker list, you know. Let's talk about the stuff you guys aren't paying. They have a little, you know, uh, what's your, what's your, uh, what do they call it when they get stuff uh, because of their job? Uh, what's the word for that? Perks? Bribes. <laughs> no, no, not bribes. But, you know, like they, they're always getting in trouble for it. He didn't report that, you know, he claimed oh, rental yeah. relief, uh, but he was actually living in his own house. Yes, yeah. But he yeah. turned it in because entitlements. Yep. So entitlement tax. Let's take all that stuff back. Uh, you know, like, but the idea is that they, because they, they live in Brisbane and they have to go to Canberra, that they should get some help maintaining the second property in Canberra. That's the idea, right? I understand. That is perfectly fair, but it's the other 42 properties <laughs> that they're currently not occupying that I think they could pay a little extra on. Yeah. I just and think the fact m- they own the house in Canberra, which they're renting out yeah. to the other politicians I mean. and themselves. Yeah. Just have it's a hard... Like, I don't want a yeah. series of small fines facing everything I do is going to be too hard. <laughs> I know full well from looking around, there are giant piles of cash that are just building up in certain people's pockets. And even if you took it from them, they wouldn't even know. Hmm. Like I, 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 The first joke would have been, you know how I would tax? People buying food at sports stadiums. 
Because <laughs> they've always got too much money. Too much yes, money. If you think one. it's okay to pay $25 for a pie and chips, yeah. then give me <laughs> $20 more for the nation. Okay, but the only people under say- only your system, the only people who don't get taxed are people who know the value of a discount. That's right. If you're spending <laughs> sensible stuff, if you approach a concession stand in a movie theater, prepare oh. to be taxed. Oh, yeah. I'm pumped up. I'm joining this protest. I'm writing my sign in my head now. If you think Ben and Jerry's ice cream is that much better than Peter's, you owe us some money. What do you think of people buying expensive cars? Exactly. They should be paying nothing but tax. That's what that's what should be with their engine selling. Tax, 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 Milk, uh, mink, 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 mink. The problem is now you see a Range Rover and you know that that guy has somehow slipped a hundred loopholes and isn't paying his fair share. And that's what makes you annoyed. Yeah, if yeah, I yeah. knew that when I saw a Range Rover that most of their excess cash was going to community services, I'd be like, yes, you should not be bothered turning on your signal. You just go where you want, <laughs> Range Rover. So if you're driving an expensive car, you should have your tax f- form on the back that's of the car right. so people can make sure you've actually... That's right. That's, we wouldn't be mad anymore. When you see a rich car, you went, that guy paid for a stadium. Yes. That guy, <laughs> that guy, that guy paid for a perfectly good stadium to be knocked down and rebuilt. That's, thank you, sir. <laughs> thank you. You what may cut in front of me. Who are the winners and losers of this week? Beck Milrose. I think for me, the winners of this week uh, were a family of ducks in WA who were saved from a highway uh, by a it's all, With you, Samaritan. it's always back to the ducks, yes, isn't it? Yes, it's always about the ducks. Uh, but I think the losers of the week, uh, unfortunately, were the people involved in the pile-up that happened as a result of the ducks being saved. Oh, oh no. Is that right? Yeah, not good. They're all no serious injuries, but I tell you what, big hold-up and a lot of inconvenience. A lot of inconvenience. Tommy, who were the winners and losers? Uh, I think the big winner was Justice. Uh, we're talking about Alex Jones. One of the greatest uh, moments in justice in American history when Alex Jones, the great uh, idiot of hate radio, yes, was yeah. fined uh, in Australian what terms $1.5 billion, billion for all of his egregious, egregious lies. About Sandy Hollow and Sandy. parents, oh, yeah. yeah. It's just terrible. And one of the weirdest of all the things in the world to get behind as a conspiracy. It was the strangest thing. Uh-huh. I never understood the case at all, his motivation, why he was behind it. And it was probably, actually, literally... The moment where the tipping of truth falling over in America started. So I think he's like responsible for them. What leads? And but I think Australians always think it's stupid when those American juries give these huge amounts of money. And and this occasion, we all went, yeah, yeah exactly. That's about right. It's, it's about, about right. About right. I would have said one point <laughs> seven billion, but you were close enough for me to be happy about it. That was very good. And, and the winners, yeah. of course, all the people that will benefit. All from the it. people, winners and losers. Dane Simpson. Oh, uh, I'll sneak in a little plug here. Winners are anybody who got my tickets to my show coming up. Anybody that's at my uh, mum's yard sale, (laughs) which is this Saturday. Some real red hot bargains. Kind of my kind of my mum's house. Um, Yeah, and the losers. I don't don't know. Um, People who went to Kitty. No. Kitty Flanagan's here as well, um, who I'm up against. And, uh, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, obviously, she's my favourite comedian um, in Australia. But don't, from- d- don't ever be on at the same time as a big TV star, right? Oh, 100%. <laughs> it's, it's such a, such a poor. Maybe I'm the loser in that. Yeah. Yeah. I think just, just remind you that there's a headliners tax. 
<laughs> and, and just get your mum to put a sign outside her uh, yard sale advertising your show and you'll be fine. Uh, please, please thank Beck Melrose, Tommy Dean and Jane Simpson. Happy Friday. Thank you, thank you for being part of Thank God It's Friday. Next week we'll be live from the Blue Mountains Riders Festival with Bridie Connell, Colin Buchanan and Tommy Dean. Music from Phil Davidson. Until then, I'm Richard Glover. And thank God it's Friday! All of Richard's books are 87% off. <laughs> <laughs>